It's time again for the Jason Lee Club Show. It's time again for the Jason Lee Club Show. It's time again for the Jason Lee Club Show. And action, away we go. Welcome to Here's Your Freaking Podcast with the Jason Lee Cluck Show. Again, thanks for coming along for the ride every Tuesday. Uh, here's a brand new episode. Don't forget, you can get all the other episodes. Just head over to jlnkshow.com. Also, the social media links are up there on the official website. And then, of course, we've got the uh, new YouTube channel. So uh, stop by and uh, check it out. What are we going to learn on the podcast today? Well, we're going to learn quite a bit. We're going to learn how to, men, how to clean yourselves up down there. It's a little more complex than you think it is. We're also going to find out what restless anal syndrome is. <laughs> We're going to find out how many men are introducing sex toys into their game. You know, during their alone time. We're going to find out how older Americans are having the best sex of their lives. And we're going to talk about a woman giving herself the business in a Jeep. That wasn't hers. Uh, we'll get to her kind of, well, her grosso story at the end of the podcast, but let's start right about here. Now, are, do you have any routines uh, before you get down to having the sex? Ask politely. Make you, sure that I'm showered. Do you flip a <clears throat> coin to see who the home team is going to be? Uh, I know Warren and his wife, they flip a coin to see who will be receiving. <laughs> uh if you don't receive now, you got to receive in the second half. So. Do you uh, do you ever do you ever take a knee and, and pray to the Lord above, Warren, before <laughs> sex? No. Uh, a woman. Um, her her name is uh, Nita Marie. She is an OnlyFans creator. Ah. She claims that she has regular threesomes with the Lord. Okay. At least twice a week, she says, she invites God into her bed that she and her husband share. She says her experience is heavenly, and she would like other people to, you know, try it. God's like, I'm not in the mood, Nina. Um, You're the, about to do something very unbiblical, Nina. Hang on. I'm gonna, well, I mean, she is in the loving confines of a marriage, so I don't think God frowns on that. But The OnlyFans part, I bet he does. You're uh, showing your bits to the land, Nina. Let's see. OnlyFans stripper uh, the, does the videos that God wants her to. Yeah, she... she yep. I bet she threesomes pretty good. Yeah. The Colorado MILF admits that her husband isn't always aware that God is in the bedroom with them, but she knows uh, good and well that um, the Holy One is there. Um, even if, you know, the Lord doesn't show up in physical form, she says, before getting down to action, she says she likes to uh, she likes to say a little prayer. And according to Nita, she says her orgasms have never been better now that God is in her bedroom, she says. Super uncomfortable. She says the sex life between her and her husband is the best it has ever been. I don't know what you would call something like this. We know what a devil's threesome is. I don't know what you would call it when, you know, the God Lord, is there. It's the Lord's threesome. Um, she does say there's nothing more fulfilling or satisfying than experiencing God's love while pleasuring your partner. Now we're getting somewhere, Nita. Now this is some <laughs> advice the rest of us would like to tell our friend. Ah, so she's doing the good works. All right, gotcha. Uh, again, she says there's nothing more fulfilling than satisfying uh, or as satisfying than experiencing God's love while pleasuring your partner, she says. She has previously made, headli uh, made headlines in the past when she revealed that God encouraged her to carry on stripping mm. and develop her presence on 
OnlyFans. <laughs> well, this, the, well okay. the Lord works in mysterious ways. He does. Like, I command you to increase your presence on the OnlyFans. Yeah, I'm trying to find our OnlyFans handle, but I, uh, it's N-I-T-A-M-A-R-I-E, Nita Marie. May she be blessed. Yeah, it looks like she is. She's blessed. She's definitely blessed. There's there's no doubt about it. So if you would like to... Uh, how bad would you be if the, you're the husband, though, and you found out after the fact, oh, the Lord was here? He was just sitting in the chair w- quietly in the corner? I wouldn't have done half of those things if I knew the Lord was going to show up. I would have kept it classy. I know I wouldn't have said some shit, that's for sure. Yeah. I didn't know those went right to God's ears. I can do without that knowledge. <laughs> All right, how do you clean yourself up? Uh, down below. Um, somebody asked, uh, this woman's name is Brittany. Brittany Hartscock. No. Heart sock. It's heart sock. I was going to say, that's a little too on the nose. That's a heart C. She had a fucking rough high school. Uh, uh, Brittany Heart Sock is a licensed... uh, Oh, she's the owner of uh, a waxing... uh, Waxing Aesthetics by Brittany. It's a certified... Whoa. (laughs) I don't want my friends to find this out. She is a certified pubic hair expert. <laughs> she has 10 plus years of experience, training, and education, so she knows what she's talking about 10 now. 10 plus years of pube education. Yeah. Uh, so if you're looking to trim or bear at all, this is the woman you want to go to. She's got all the knowledge to avoid ingrown hairs, razor burn, and, you know, anything else tied into, you know, landscaping the yard. What about for guys like us that are amateur? And uh, we need some tips from the pros. Can she offer us anything? She says, it's always up to the individual. Men's hair grows differently depending on genetics, race, and hormones. But there are two methods that guarantee that hair will grow back thinner, less itchy, and at a slower pace. Would you like to take a guess at what those two methods are? Uh, One of them is probably getting one of those nice, uh, those fancy trimmers. uh, Nope. Both are, uh, well... Not pleasant. Waxing and laser removal. Laser removal. Mm. Waxing involves removing the entire hair from the follicle. That's that one real quick. Hold your breath, Kelly Clarkson, and here it goes. She does say the surface stays very smooth for a long period of time. But also, you're that weirdo whose surface is very smooth. Why, you're like one of those hairless cats (laughs) I see on the internet. Uh, The treatment, of course, will yield... Bare skin. Uh, they do say that you can use waxing sessions to clean up uh, or to tidy up some areas surrounding your genitals instead of complete removal. Oh, so if you want like some cool laser lines or something, you could probably, you know, wax those in there. Or you want to come to a majestic crest. Like an arrow pointing down? Yeah. Dong. Here right it is. there. Yeah. Yeah. Live dong. Live dong. And it's funny, too, because I know that there's a billion different, you know, guys will say there's a billion different preferences to how they like their ladies down. But you don't hear a woman saying, like, oh, I like a tasteful Dorito strip or Dorito yeah, or landing yeah. strip. Yeah, I like, you know, I like uh, uncarpeted floors, uh, hardwood floors or, you know. I mean, I suppose if women were vocal and that was the thing, we'd all be running to get, you know, the back sack and crack wax. Yeah, there's no there's no landing strip preference when you're a dude. No. Uh, They do say thanks to waxing, there's less cuts and irritation. The hair will be groomed for longer, and the individual won't have the stress of worrying about shaving. That's good. Now, laser treatment, we're not even going to talk about that, because what's the one word that comes to mind? Expensive. Expensive. And it's a permanent option, so we don't care about that, because we don't have, well, we don't have 
Well, yeah. And plus, laser you, pubic hair removal money. If you get it all lasered off, let's say the pubes become fashionable again in ten years, then you're going to be the odd man out, right? With your bald dick. I'll never be like John Holmes. <laughs> no, right. no lady will love me. What if you use a razor? Careful. How do you go about trimming yourself up? Uh, the most important piece of advice this woman has is oil up. Oh, you don't use shaving cream? It's imperative that you take a razor. When you take a razor to your pubic region, you need to moisturize that skin. Oil helps saturate the skin and soften the hair. You know what else is great for that? Conditioner. Hair hmm. conditioner. I didn't know that. Makes it easier for the blade to remove the hair and glide along the skin. It says massage the area... Oh, yeah. And All right. Always trim beforehand. It makes things much easier to see. Oh, so you go at it with a pair of scissors before you go at it with a razor. Okay. They say almond oil is a good natural oil. Do not use coconut oil as it's not good for skin absorption. What about some extra virgin olive oil for my extra virgin penis? How about an electric razor? I like the kind you use on your face? Ah. <sighs> Trimming your pubic hair with an electric razor is one of the safest options. You are in complete control with the hair length and the style. It will require a certain level of maintenance and upkeep as it grows back. Oh, this is like the adjustable beard and mustache trimmer ones. Right. Ooh, it helps define the area. Again, back to the laser lines with precision. Uh, they, uh, she does recommend, though, if you are buying a razor, make sure that you are buying um, a, a good quality, i.e. expensive one. You need to make the proper investment in your electric razor. You really want a good, high quality. Uh, also, some aftercare. Spray, cream, toner. Toner. <laughs> I need toner for my dick, please. What is that? Uh, what is the tanny? Self-tanner? Yeah. <laughs> now, how do you trim your balls, according to this woman? I didn't think you were. So, I thought you were supposed to just very carefully do it with a pair of scissors. And, Gingerly. And not, well, not take like a razor or anything sharp to it. Whether you're using a blade or an electric razor, twimming your hair on your balls can be quite a complicated task, she says. But first, the most important thing you need to do is what? Lube up. Hold that skin taut. <laughs> this is my favorite part. I, I would rather my wife walks in and be taking a dump than sitting there stretching myself out. I am Batman. For fine-tuning. I am Batman. <laughs> this is the funniest part. She says, never go at it with one finger. Use your entire hand to stretch the area until it is smooth. <laughs> it's like rigging a sail on a boat. <laughs> is that what's going to be like shaving when we're like 90 years old? Like I got to pull my face out and stretch it? It says you can sit down for extra stability. That's even better. No way, man. I'm not going to have my wife walk into the bathroom. I'm sitting on the side of the tub with my balls <laughs> my balls spread out like a pelt. <laughs> <laughs> like you're getting ready to, to tan a hide to stay warm this winter. Uh, hey, Rocky Raccoon, what are yeah. you doing? <laughs> Davy, Davy Crockett. Now pull up on the skin while shaving okay. in the opposite direction of the hair growth. This will ensure that the hair is removed quickly and without going back over it again. Because the more times you go back over it, what happens? You're irritating the skin. Again, are there a lot of women out there that crave hairless balls? I don't know. I mean, I know they don't want it to be like a giant King Kong diaper, but at the same time, if porn has taught me anything, it's just not a big deal. No. What do you always say? She doesn't spend that time, much time down there anyway. What's the point? <laughs> <laughs> if she's only going to stop by for a quick visit, there's no reason for me to tidy up the joint. <laughs> she's just stopping by for a quick cup of coffee, not a full meal. <laughs> 
All right. Thanks to the pandemic. It's like, here. A, it's like a house appraiser that just drives by yeah. and takes a look, doesn't actually stop it. And they're like, yeah, 150. Yeah, That's fine. Yeah, it's curbs. Um, here, the pandemic here is a couple of pandemic COVID notes, and we'll find out what this uh, restless anal syndrome is here in a second. That to me is the real highlight. I can't wait. Pandemic has led to more men using sex toys. For years, women have been more comfortable with the idea of sex toys than men have, obviously. So it's common to see ladies' toy parties advertised, uh, you know, like uh, on Facebook and stuff. However, men have lagged far behind in the exception uh, with the acceptance of uh, toys. Plus, you can't really hold a sex toy party as a guy because then you're going to be labeled some sort of cre- name oh, of a yeah. creeper. Yeah, big time pervert. Jason, he's a, a, re- a retailer for pure romance. Yeah. yeah. Most men feel that there's a stigma attached to male sex toys. Uh, you're also seen as less masculine if you're using them. Perhaps even more ignorant are things uh, such things that exist for male species. The number of men admitting to using sex toys has always been fairly low. That was until the pandemic, say the experts. Apparently, given all that alone time, and combine it with the difficulty for single men to find a partner, that has led to a sizable increase in male sex toy users. Of course, you're bored, you're at home, you're alone. You're like, is this discreet, discreetly packaged and put on my doorstep? You have the uh, privacy... 4,000 dudes. Hey, if you're a porch pirate, though, and you grab one of those, all you can think is if you're the customers, someone's out there, they have my name attached to that thing. Uh-huh. Uh, 41% of men said they tried a sex toy for the first time during the pandemic. 16% of those who uh, part of the survey admitted that they they use their sex toy once a day. Damn. Getting after it. What kind of sex toys are getting the workout? Well, according to the same survey, the three most popular male sex toys are... Number three. Prostate massagers. Oh, those go in your b-hole. <laughs> <laughs> Penis sleeves are number two. Hey, a, a pleasure I am too timid to even imagine. <laughs> Plus, if you get one and it's great, it's not like you can tell your friends, like, I got this prostate blaster. You're never going to believe what it does to you. You got a what? Nothing. What? I didn't get anything. Penis sleeves were number two? Penis sleeves are number two, which leaves, what's the number one male oh, sex no. toy? No sleeve for me. Sun's out, gun's out for this penis. Number one's got it. What do they call it? A pocket pussy? No, vibrating penis ring. Oh. I don't think I know what that is. No, it's like a cock ring with a vibrator on it. Okay. All right, well, that's the number one, so... I thought that was exciting for you with somebody, not alone. Yeah, I don't know either. Well, maybe I have my afternoons free. I should uh, maybe gauge a little self-exploration. Did COVID give you restless anal syndrome? (laughs) How is this even a thing? When restless leg syndrome first came out, we first had the drug commercials. They said that if you take it, you're going to be prone to risky behavior like drinking and gambling. And I thought, this whole thing sounds like a joke. You're like, oh no, I woke up this morning, I felt like I ran a marathon because of my restless leg syndrome. What do you? What excuse do you have when you have restless anal syndrome? What happens to you? How do you know if your anus is restless? Or uh, how do you know if it's well-rested? Mine could be restless right now, I don't even know. Scientists are reporting cases uh, where patients develop <laughs> restless anal syndrome after a bout of COVID-19. COVID continues to present new challenges to both scientists and obviously patients in one case, a 77-year-old man who had caught and recovered from COVID developed an urge to move in the anal region, w- which worsened with rest, but was relieved with exercise. What do you mean with exercise? 
a colonoscopy. Just imagine that thing down there pucker it over and over. A colonoscopy Feed revealed the development Seymour. of internal hemorrhoids. Restless anal syndrome is a variant of restless leg syndrome, which is also known to appear that those that uh, for those uh, some folks that have gone through COVID as well. I don't get it. It developed an urge to move. You mean like somebody? You just gotta you gotta shake your butt. I don't get it. Yeah. Like bowel move or like move? Like know. physically, you have to move. The move your ass. All right. The name sounds like a party, but you say there's hemorrhoids on the inside. That doesn't sound fun. Right. Need to get a little traffic working down there, baby. Again, if you want, uh, you know, if you, hey, need, if you hey, need an excuse to get vaccinated, I'm going to put that on my list right there. You're just laying in bed and you hear a quiet... <laughs> Is that you? Nope, it's my restless anus. Just huffing and puffing down there. It's dying to move. All right, older Americans are having the best sex of their lives. They talked to the 50-plus crowd. We talked We talked a lot about this um, on the Terrestrial Radio Show, which, by the way, you can uh, find out how to listen live, jlnkshow.com. Um, we touched on some of this, but not all of it, while we were on the Terrestrial Show. Uh, the over-50 crowd, 77% of those 50-plus say they've noticed significant changes in their sex lives now than when they were younger. Most admit that they, uh, as they've aged, they've had the best sex of their lives. They all admit, or most of them admit, that they have less sex now than they did when they were in their 30s. But it's more passionate, more quality. But one in eight, over 50 crowds say they still have sex five times a week. Get it. They say it's more intimate than it's ever been before. Their sex drive is higher than it's ever been before. Oh, 38% of those in the 50-plus crowd would like to be intimate more often, but they can't find the time. Reasons? Working. They live with others. Oh, they have family over often. (laughs) I'd maybe dial that back a little bit. Maybe you guys give us Friday and Saturday free, huh? Of the 50-plus crowd, 48% say their sex lives improved once their kids were out of the house. Who are the forty? Who are the fifty-two percent that are like, ah, I kind of tapered off a little bit when the kids left? That's weird. Yeah, I would think one hundred percent would say that their sex lives improves once the kids were out of the house. Yeah, that first week, it's got to be like you're on your honeymoon again. So, where are the fifty-plus crowd? Where are they doing it? The bedroom, of course, number one answer. Living room. Ooh. Oh, me, ma. That's where I sit when I visit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know it's not happening on one of those uncomfortable fucking grandma couches. No, 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 no. It's 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 on you know the good sitting couch. Nah. the bathroom. Oh, why do it in the bathroom? There's so many other places to do it. The kitchen. Well, you know where Mima makes her soups with love. <laughs> soups. <laughs> hey, the dining room. <laughs> Bedroom, number one, living room, bathroom, kitchen. The dining room is the fifth most popular place in the house that the over 50 crowd are doing it. You know, the dining room where you prepare the Thanksgiving meal. Where you say grace and join hands. All of your holiday meals are presented in this room. And I wonder if Mima and Peepaw are sitting there thinking, oh yeah, they don't know we fucked on here, but we did. Man, I hope not. Woof. I mean, that's good news, though, if you're under 50 because you're like, my best best sex is ahead of me. Yeah. It's coming. I can feel it. All right, here we go. And I encourage you to not 
look this woman up. I know a lot of times when uh, when somebody commits a crime during the podcast, we like to search that person out and take a look at the mugshot to see if they're guilty or innocent based on looks alone. I'm going to tell you no on this one. I'm going to tell you no. Florida man was uh, visiting a car dealership. He was looking at some used Jeep Wranglers. And he found one that had everything he wanted except for one thing. It was a 2010 four-wheel drive, six-speed manual transmission, and a woman giving herself the business in the back seat. Okay. He knew that one of these things did not belong there, so he told the sales associate, Hey, I man, I was out on the lot and I was looking at this 2010 Jeep Wrangler. It's got everything I want, including a woman finger-banging herself in the back seat. I mean, I don't want that part of it, but all the other parts look pretty good. The manager of the dealership immediately called police. Police arrived. They found a 37-year-old Alexis King naked. This is from the police report. Naked with her legs spread wide open. (laughs) She had a fire, Jason, though she could put out. She was arrested, charged with burglary, criminal mischief, and decent exposure, providing police with a false name. Did the guy capitalize and look at the dealer? Like, you got to knock a few uh, few percentage points off of this loan for me? The vehicle endured an estimated $1,300 in damages and needed a very, very <laughs> thorough cleaning when the woman was done. Wow. Get after it, Florida lady. It doesn't have that new car smell anymore, does it? <laughs> no. No, it sure no. doesn't. No. I don't you know, know if it just, ever did. Just take the top off it. Drive it around for a couple of weeks and a little air out. So there you go. There's there there you go. That's your worst person on the planet. It was a lime green Wrangler too. I'll tell you what we'll do here. We'll take thirteen hundred bucks off the top. We'll get it cleaned, and you just drive around for a couple of weeks with the windows down. Check back with us, and we'll see if uh, if that's good enough for you. Thirteen hundred dollars worth of cleaning damage. Yeah, no. What do you do for? What? I don't know. I don't know what. Okay, got the roof taken care of. Yeah, what is that little the, the vacuum thing that they have at the grocery store? Yeah, what is yeah. that? The Stanley Steamer or yeah. whatever that is. That's not thirteen hundred bucks, is it? Wow. I don't know. Unless she was really, you know, getting after it, <laughs> grinding in there. So there you go. There's your episode of Here's Your Freaking Podcast. Don't forget uh, again every Tuesday you get a brand new one and stay up to date. Little pungent, little hot in here. <laughs> the windows are always fog. <laughs> it's it's, it's seventy five degrees outside. It's eighty two inside. This defroster is constantly working his fucking ass off. Uh, all right, every Tuesday, don't forget, uh, you get a new episode. Stay up to date, jlnkshow.com. Uh, you know the routine. We'll see you next Tuesday. Podcasts by Federated Media.